Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Today we've got a story of an entitled parent who left their own kid while they were getting an operation. We'll get to that in a bit, but first, anyone who has parents who stick to their cultural beliefs, even if it could lead to the death of their child? Unfortunately, I began having seizures at the age of 13 as a result of a head injury. And still, I was beaten and labeled as a cursed kid by my parents, since what they valued the most was their reputation and family name in the society. This suggests that their actions were impacted by others around them, including their culture, as well as other people's views of what constitutes to a good family. They also refused to allow me to seek medical care for my seizures for years, thinking that I would be unable to become a doctor and thereby jeopardize the family name. With all of this in mind, if we were to narrow down to see what caused all of this, it's the preconceptions that people in my parents' culture believe, as well as the criticisms that people have of having a disabled child, especially if the child is female. Seizures were also frowned upon in our culture, and in past generations, they were regarded to be caused by the devil, which influenced my parents, since they believed it would bring shame to the family if people found out. This is blatantly inaccurate and has harmed me in several ways. Rather than following in my parents' footsteps and accepting my fate of not fitting in with them and their culture, I decided to stand up for myself and escape. And now I'm planning my future to become a neurology consultant to help those who have seizures, as well as to raise awareness about parenting and children with disabilities. A lot of times when you hear of families that stick to their culture and the way of life of their people, you think it's a great thing. But I think most everybody can agree that there's a point where it gets too far or maybe too old-fashioned in the line of thinking. Saying seizures were brought on by the devil, it sounds one step removed from turning into some Salem witch trial type situation. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you can't get enough of hearing about these entitled parents, why not hit that subscribe button down below? That said, our next story is how my entitled mother held our food orders hostage for two decades. In this week's episode of Entitled Mama Drama Trauma, in which we meet my entitled mother. And not exactly a story, more like a series of incidents. So if you're like me, you not only grew up with a super entitled mother, but also one who was heck of a picky eater. And I'm not talking your garden variety every day makes a small fuss picky eater. I'm talking has an absolute meltdown every single time someone suggests takeout. And yes, I do mean for like 19 years, every time we want to take out. It practically led to blows before handpicking a place because it always had to be my mom's way. Now I've been around kids, my young cousins, and even had picky eaters for roommates in college, so I think I have room to say my entitled mother was the worst picky eater in my life. She was basically the dictator of takeout food. For the first 10 years of my life, I legitimately did not know of other restaurants that existed if we didn't drive by them. God forbid we ever suggest a new place in town because if they didn't have one of the three things my mother ate, we could never go there. Like I'm not kidding, we as an individual could never eat there. 
The really funny thing was she got incredibly offended if we ever went out without her. Like I love seafood and so do my grandparents. When they came to town, we would typically go to a seafood restaurant. I've literally been yelled at by my mother because of going and spending quality time with my family. But here's the kicker, my mother is allergic to seafood. The only times of the year we got away with eating whenever we wanted was on birthdays. But of course, I always got the, I'll just eat before I go, figure it out myself speech from her. Our next story is, I got refused food for clothes on the floor? Hello again everyone, hopefully everyone's day has been well and hopefully this story will help you feel better. This is a pretense argument to my original story where I finally got out of my father's house. In said story, I mentioned that she said, You won't get food if your room isn't clean. That wasn't an exaggeration. I've been denied dinner so many times from her. I didn't mention this in my last story because it wasn't relevant to it, but my stepmom works at a law firm, so she knew it was illegal but did it anyway because she hated me. Here's the last time I got refused food from my stepmom. I was in my room just chilling out playing some Borderlands 2, chatting with my nephew and just having some laughs. My stepmom and father had gone out for the evening for a date night and had promised to return with dinner. She never asked me to clean my room, nor even remotely wanted it clean. It wasn't a terrible mess. A few dirty clothes here and there, but otherwise immaculate. No trash, no crumbs, and no excess pieces from Lego sets. When they got home, she barged into my room and began to yell at me about the clothes in my room. They were my school clothes and I needed to cool off. My nephew, the Chad that he is, recorded the whole one-sided argument. I was stuck in my room and I put the clothes away, but I stayed in there until she called me out. I'd get yelled at if I did and get tasked with more work before I ate. So at 8 o'clock, I finally got a slice of pizza and was sent to bed. My mom came for me the next day as it was her weekend, and she was livid. I swear I had never seen such a deep crimson in my mom's eye before. I had to go back that Sunday, and I got berated because my mom yelled at my dad for not feeding me. So, no happy ending from this one. I don't mean to always keep bringing her up, but I need to get it off my chest to keep sane. I would just say OP needs to tell their mom every time they deny them food, because I don't think it's necessarily legal to deny a kid food. This next story is, entitled Mother Temporarily Moved In After Hurricane Destroyed Her Home and Doesn't Want to Leave. A little backstory. I'm an only child, my dad passed away over 10 years ago, my mom spent the small sum she had, granted a lot was used to help me as I was in college at the time. She was living in her home uninsured, even though she could have taken out insurance, and a hurricane destroyed her home. She had never worked before but went to work after my dad passed, but then decided to retire after she moved in with us. She should still 100% be working, but that's the least of my concern right now, and a dead horse I don't want to beat. She receives a small widow's benefit, which really would not be enough for rent in this area. Fast forward to almost two years later, and my husband and I are about to snap. She is constantly playing the victim, refuses to respect me, acts like she's the parent to our two-year-old, among a myriad of other things. She doesn't contribute at all. We recently had a tough last few months, and if I asked for assistance to pay a bill or two, she would lose it and say we take all of her money. She never leaves her room or gets out of her PJs, has no social life. She cares for my son three to four days out of the week and doesn't even take him outside. 
They both stay in PJs and she constantly gives him her phone, which she knows I hate. Previously, childcare was something we couldn't afford and she hung that over my head. But we're going to be starting my son in daycare next month. What really brought this all to a head is my husband and I's relationship has been struggling. My husband is the one who invited her to live with us temporarily and is now acting like it's my job to evict her. We feel like prisoners in our own home. The icing on the cake? I found out I'm pregnant with our second a couple of months ago. She has a small sum of money and could afford the loan of a mother-in-law suite in our backyard, which was the plan. But when brought up, she goes back and forth and says we're too unstable, just kick me out, sad after all I've done for you your whole life. I'm going to live in my car, you won't see me anymore. Then she'll threaten to waste what's left of her savings on a secondhand camper that she'll complain about to me 24-7 and my husband won't have time to help her with. Basically, there's no winning here. My question, I guess, is how can I bring up that it's time to go? She always turns it back on me and brings up that her friends and family say negative things about my husband and I's life and how we would abandon her, which I truly do not care. I'm just pregnant and I'm prone to blow up when speaking with her. Our house isn't tiny, but with all of her stuff and her taking up our last extra bedroom, we're bursting at the seams and I'd like our second baby to have a room. I think this is mostly a vent. I'm truly at my wit's end and I know our relationship will be ruined either way. I think OP needs to put their foot down with their husband because obviously their husband isn't going to do anything. One way or another, you either push the situation over that hill and be done with it, or continue to keep letting off and allowing it to slide right back down to the start. Our next story is, my mother keeps insisting that I do my internship in my hometown, even after I said no. I'm going to be starting my internship in a few months, and it has to be something IT related. I've told my mother about this, saying that I'd be in the city looking for jobs, cause IT jobs are way more abundant there. When I first told her, she was a bit skeptical about it, as if she knew about how internships work more than I, the one actually taking the internship. She kept asking me if I'm sure I can't do my internship at home. I told her, no, I have to be working with computers for my internship, because I'm there to get industrial experience. After the internship, I'd probably stay in the city for more long-term IT jobs. But since then, every time the topic was brought up, she would always act like I'd be interning or working in my hometown instead. She would say things like, when you're back in hometown to work, and I would always correct her saying it is near impossible to find an IT job in my small hometown away from the city. Just because someone's daughter was able to find an accounting job there doesn't mean I can find an IT job there, let alone a decent one where I can get some industrial experience. When I told her that, she responded by saying, yes, but as long as there's a computer, it's IT. And I just did the biggest facepalm. She wants me to work in my previous office job in my hometown as a data entry clerk. The pay was decent, and I was able to give her some of my pay to help with groceries. But I suspect the real reason she really liked it when I worked there is because the boss of the company is rich as freak and gives out free stuff to the women and elderly during special holidays. As an employee of the company, I get to take home a lot of free goodies for my mother, which she was really happy about. I didn't really care that much about the stuff, I just needed the money to go to university. I also got the hint that she doesn't want me to quit that job when I wanted to switch jobs to something I'm more passionate about. 
So I'm telling her that I'm not going to graduate with an IT degree and work in the same place before I went to university. I need to find IT jobs in the city. And she kept saying the same thing over and over again as if she didn't understand what I just said. She just loves replying with, yes, but, as if the point that I've just made meant nothing to her. Trying to tell her no was like talking to a broken record and I just can't get through to her. So I just ended up being quiet and letting her rant. And then she's shameless enough to ask, so you're coming back to hometown to work, right? And I just said, whatever. I'm not going back to my hometown. Part of the reason why is because living with her drives me absolutely insane. I'm going to do my internship in the city anyways, but I'll be expecting an earful from her from time to time. She'll be subtly complaining about the woes of city life and how convenient it would be for me if I were at home with her. I mean, it's one thing for a partner to try to trap you and keep you in one spot, but I don't think you'd want to fall into the trap of allowing your mom to control where you live, where you work, what you do. Be your own person for sure. Our next story is the time I stood up to my mom and the results was a broken arm. So, I wasn't about to share my story, but my therapist told me that sharing my stories would help me. I usually share these types of stories with my brother-in-law, but I put too much stress on him already. So you read it, you get this messed up stuff. Also, some people ask for some more unhinged stuff about my childhood, so here you go. I think I was about 9 years old when I was diagnosed with autism. My mom wasn't happy because she didn't want an R word for a daughter in her own words. However, my mother used my disability as a way to gloat. Your kid plays the piano? Well, my daughter has autism and knows how to play the violin and the piano. Oh, your kid likes fishing? Well, my daughter has a disability and just recently caught a largemouth bass. Your child speaks Spanish? My daughter has a disability and speaks several different languages. Your child reads at a middle school level? Well, my disabled daughter skipped a grade and stuff like that. But my mom is a runt, so she treated me like dog poo. When people were around, she was proud of me, but when we were in private, I was just the R word that would amount to nothing. One day, I went down to the kitchen and my mom and her friends were there. I said hi to the women and one of the women had a name that I couldn't pronounce. So when I said hi to her, I stumbled on her name. And that one incident started a chain of abuse. Imagine four women in their 20s making fun of a child to her face. And I stuttered and cried because that stuff hurt my feelings. And one of them asked my mom how in the heck she got an R-worded daughter. And my mom said she didn't know. It must be her father's DNA. I was just tired of my mom. So when she started making fun of me with her friends, I got pissed off and threw my glass at her. But sadly my glass missed, it just went over her head. The runts were silent. They looked at me and I looked at them, crying, pissed as heck, like I was doing the Arthur fist. Meme lords know what that is. I was that pissed. Then my mom grabbed me by the collar and slapped me. Then again, screaming at me with the usual horrible stuff she called me. Then my mom grabbed me by the hair and dragged me up the stairs so she could continue doing so without witnesses. Slaps became fists and she kicked me in the stomach when I was down. When she stopped, my mom washed my blood off her hands and went back downstairs to have fun with her friends. Meanwhile, I'm on the floor crying in pain. Hours later, I was in excruciating pain and it took one of our gardeners and my nanny to realize there was something seriously wrong with me. 
They convinced my mom to take me to the hospital and we found out I had a broken arm and I think my ribs were bruised also. My mom broke my arm. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Arm. My mom told everyone that I fell off the balcony, and I agreed with her that I fell off the balcony. My nanny and my gardener knew my mom did something to me. They saw how my mom was treating me, but they really couldn't do anything as my nanny only had a work visa and I'm pretty sure the gardener was illegal. Plus, my mom already got some of our houseworkers arrested for sexual assault. She even used my cousin to say something like, one of the maids touched me in my no-no area. All my mom has to do is put on the puppy dog face and cry her little eyes out and boom. People believe her because she's a massive manipulator. So messing with my mom would cost you your life. And you're probably asking why didn't my mom's friends do anything to try and help? I don't know. I don't think they know how bad my mom was hurting me. Maybe they didn't know. Maybe they were afraid of her. Maybe they didn't care. All I know is I let that woman around my child and I will never forgive myself. Some things from my childhood followed me till this day. A fear of women, which is funny because I'm bi, and a fear of my mom. I'm in therapy. I'm going to get better, but it's going to take some time until I'm better. Maybe until that witch dies. I'd probably feel better then. I'm going to pee on her grave when she does. Her behavior will die with me. I refuse to let my children suffer the same childhood as I did. My siblings didn't suffer the same childhood as I did. I took it on purpose so they wouldn't have suffered. After a while, my mom stopped hurting me because she realized I wouldn't stand for that crap and hit back. Luckily, my mom is currently locked up for trying to end me, so yeah. And to the people who still say my husband is the problem, you do know if my husband was the same age as me, my mom would still be a psychopathic runt, right? It's so sad when stories like these come out and you realize how a mother could treat their kids first off, but then also the ways they can cover it up and look like some innocent angel. Our next story is entitled mom gets mad when some kid gives her child what it ordered. I'm a teenager, mature but still a teenager, just about old enough to drive. I live in the east coast of the US and there's a brand called Rita's that serves ice cream and Italian ice. My mom's best friend bought a small shop and I wanted a job so she hired me. I was one of the hardest workers and one of the youngest too. All of the people I served were usually sweet old people or overworked parents with tons of kids who wanted sugary water. 
Usually, kids order the usual flavors like blue raspberry or cotton candy. We have different ices like cream ice, keep this in mind, sugar-free, all-natural, or normal sugar water. We also have a very popular option called a gelati, a little swirl of ice cream on the bottom of a cup, ice in the middle and a swirl on top. It was a slow morning where I sat in the back, spinning on this fun red chair. Up came this lady with a kid younger than me, but definitely mature. The girl I was working with was making more ice, so I begrudgingly got up and opened our little window and happily chimed, Hi, what can I get you guys? This lady sat on her phone while her kid was humming and hawing. This kid came up and ordered a large cream ice. Up comes the entitled mom and ordered some sugar-free flavor and another to-go flavor, never once meeting my eyes. I ring her up, give her a receipt, and make her treats. After a few moments, I brought her treats and chimed, Here you go, have a good day. And before I could close the window, she looks at her kid's treat and snatched it from his hands, slamming it on the counter and splashing some melted ice on my shirt, yelling, He wanted a gelati. I don't do well with yelling. And I kind of looked at her treat and say, I'm sorry, ma'am, your child ordered a large ice cream and scoffs again and her kid tried to reach for the treat again before she stuffed her face in the small window and said, isn't that what an ice cream is, kiddo? Annoyed, I smile and say, I'm sorry, do you want me to add some custard? She looks around in the shop and yells, are you alone? Who leaves a kid like you alone with such machines? I said, no ma'am, my co-worker's in the back, but please back away from the window. She says, fine, I don't want this mess up of a treat, keep it. But I, me all cheery, grabbed the treat from the counter and smiled widely before she spouted more nonsense. Alright ma'am, have an amazing day. I slammed the door in her face, tossed out the cup of ice, as the kid stuck his face right in his cup. I have so many more stories of encounters like this, being a teenager in a low-paying ice cream shop with all the freedom I could imagine. I'm sorry OP had to deal with this, but now I just kinda want some Italian ice. This next story is, my mother is pushing me to get a nose job. My mother and I are in an awkward financial situation where our funds from the country we were from have been stuck there and we can no longer use them abroad. So my mom thought that we'd spend that money on investments, one of which is plastic surgery slash cosmetic procedures. Now, initially I had mentioned to my mom that I've always wanted to get Kybella injections under my chin. One vial only, just to get rid of the genetic stubborn fat that stays regardless of my weight. I just want to have a jawline back, honestly. But I'd never mentioned anything else I'd ever want to change. She brought up the idea of my nose. I genuinely thought this was a joke at the time, so I brushed it off. Months pass, and yesterday we were discussing the idea of the injections. She then says to me that I should consider getting my nose done too. I'm a bit stunned. I tell her that I like my nose. I had never seen my nose as a bad thing. She starts reacting to me as if I'm shutting her down or being stubborn, like, it's my face. I start crying. I'm so confused. I ask her when she thinks of cosmetic procedures, why does my nose even come to her mind? She starts telling me that my nostrils could be smaller and it would look a bit better, like it's just a little thing, no big deal. I'm still so confused. She starts telling me about how people said things to her that, like she looks sickly or blank without makeup, and she's doing me a favor by offering this, that it'll save me grief. 
I'm obviously getting riled up emotionally trying to double down on the fact that even the idea of having a plastic surgeon poking and prodding at my face and telling me what could be changed makes me feel uncomfortable. I don't want to feel like a project. That's my nose. It's my dad's nose. She ends the conversation basically saying that we'll revisit this again. Knowing her, she'll probably still try to get me to go to a consultation like I'm a child. I'm standing outside regardless of what money she might spend to get the consultation. No way. I can't help but feel like I keep staring at my face and my nose ever since the conversation. I feel like absolute crap. As a bit of a background, my mom is Russian, I'm half, and her mother would have been the most critical of her appearance. The closest possible thing that she would have pestered me about before this would have been trying to force me to tan, saying I need some color. But at the age of 23, she's backed down on that because I kept insisting I don't want to expose myself to UVA just to make her happy. I would say unless you really, really want to get a nose job, you should probably avoid that at all costs, especially when you say smaller nostrils. That just sounds like a one-way trip to some severe disappointment when you can't breathe as well. Our next story is, my entitled mother supported me when I had an operation. I've been sick for a long time and had my first of 15 operations when I was 21. I was obviously scared of my first operation and asked my mother to come with me for support. She said no, so I went alone. When I woke up, I was scared and in pain. I cried for a while. Eventually, I went on my phone and saw my mother and sibling had tagged themselves at the same hospital because sister had a baby scan. I called my mother and begged her to come see me. She said no. They were just about to leave the hospital and wanted to get the bus. I went to the next 11 operations alone and she never visited me even once. Even after I came home, my 13th operation, my older sister drove me. I told her how sad it made me, that I never had someone with me, someone there when I woke up. She said she'd be there the whole time. I also told her how mother had never supported me or been there, even though I'd asked and begged for the first five or so operations. So eventually I'd given up and now take pride that I did it without her. We get to the hospital and my mom and dad are waiting outside. Dad dropped her off and left. I was pissed that my sister set me up. But she told me how mom had been so upset that she couldn't be there, so I allowed it against my better judgment. Mother was upset that I didn't invite my dad. I said I didn't invite you either. We go in, get a room, talk for a while, get ready, etc. Eventually the nurse comes to tell me I'll be going down next in about 20 minutes. I'm feeling really tired. Sister, can you take me home? My heart broke. Sister promised she would be back in time to be there when I woke up. I sat trying not to cry. I asked if they could just wait until I went down, but mom wanted to go home then. Admittedly, she has a lot of health problems too, but still. So they left. Ten minutes later, I went down to surgery with a nurse comforting me. Fast forward a few hours, blink of an eye to me, I wake up. I'm taken back to my room. I'm still alone. I call my sister. She says mom wanted to do some shopping so she'll drop her off and bring me a sandwich. I cried harder. Mother still tells people she supported me. I say she sabotaged the one time I had support. I've had two major surgeries since then that she wasn't at, didn't care about, and one where she hijacked my support. It took years to realize that it was never about supporting me. It was about the show. Our next story is, apparently butterflies are slutty. 
I used to work at a bowling alley and met pretty entitled parents. The worst ones were the parents who came in for our bowling birthday packages on Saturday mornings. I have tons of stories, but there was one lady I don't think I'll ever forget. Birthdays at the alley consisted of an hour and a half of bowling, two pizzas, unlimited pitchers of soda, and a dedicated birthday host who was encouraged to dress up for the kids, especially the younger ones. This specific party was being attended by one of my good friends who was 19 and always took dressing up super seriously. She was dressed up as a butterfly, complete with glittery makeup, wings, a tutu, and white leggings. It was very well done, and she looked great. The story? This story is a series of snippets of how this mom progressively got crazier in what I can only think of as her sense of entitlement. The mom was short with frizzy hair and dressed like she was ready to go clubbing, complete with a tube top and booty shorts. About 10 minutes after the party started, I went over to the microphone to announce the names of the birthday kids. Since I had a decent mic voice and loved seeing the kids get excited when they heard their name called, after reading through the list of names, I go back to work. A few moments later, the mom comes storming up to the counter, glaring at me. I said, how can I help you, ma'am? She says, you pronounced my daughter's precious name wrong. Me, after already rolling my eyes mentally, said, terribly sorry, ma'am. What girl was it? The mom scoffs and says, you don't know? I said, no, ma'am, there are a lot of birthdays today. She said, it's Christine. I said, okay, well, how do I pronounce it? She says, the I is long because of the E at the end of her name. It should be pronounced Christine. I said, sorry, ma'am, how can I make up for it? She says, well, you already ruined the whole thing, so how about making this whole thing free? I said, sorry, all I can do is make the announcement again. The mom stares with her soulless eyes for a second and finally agrees and storms away. With throw up in my throat, I remake the announcement. After about 30 minutes, the pizzas were brought out by the hostess. A few minutes later, the mom comes up again and demands to speak to a manager. After dealing with her before, I called the birthday manager without question. She stayed at the counter waiting for the manager to come while glaring at me for what felt like forever. Finally, the manager arrived and I got to hear the whole conversation. Manager says, what's the problem, ma'am? She says, your slutty butterfly girl brought over cold pizza. They say, I'm sorry the pizza's cold, but you can't insult my employee like that. She says, well, then tell her to take off the slutty costume. Everyone knows that butterflies are a universal sign of hoes and tramp stamps. The manager just stood there for a second, dumbfounded, and I definitely did too. After a few seconds, the manager continued. I'm sorry you feel that way, but she can dress in whatever she likes, so long as it's not revealing and that's not even close to it. As for pizzas, I can get two new ones made. The mom says, I want new pizzas and this whole thing to be free. Keep in mind that the whole package was like $200. The manager says, I can help with pizzas, and that's it. She says, okay, then I'm taking my business elsewhere. Manager says, okay, we'll charge the card on file for the full amount plus tip and you can leave. She says, you can't do that. They say, I can. It's the birthday agreement you signed before the party. There was some more arguing and the woman basically went back to the lane with nothing. Later on, I saw the party hostess crying and she came and told me the mom called her a slut four times. 
She tried to ignore it, but it really hurt her feelings. I'd had enough at that point, and I called all three floor managers over and told them the situation. They agreed that this wouldn't fly, and they all asked the mom to leave. While I don't know exactly what they said, the lady grabbed her kid and left all the other guests in a hurry. Though I wanted more to happen to her, I'm glad she left at least. I'm pretty sure that she was scamming for free stuff under the guise of her kid's birthday. I was gonna say I agree wholeheartedly with the last thing OP said here. I don't think there was actually any issues going on here. I think they were just trying to complain about something and make a big enough stink to hopefully get $200 refunded to them. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.